five, six, seven. Not quite my tempo. It's all good. No worries. Here we go. Five, six, seven. You're rushing. Here we go. Uh, ready? Okay. Five, six, and. Dragging just a hair. Wait for my cue. Five, six, seven. Rushing. Five, six, and. Dragging. Why do you suppose I just hurled a chair at your head, Neiman? I, I don't know. Sure you do. The tempo? Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. Start counting. Five, six, seven. In four, damn it! Look at me! One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now, was I rushing or was I dragging? I don't know. Count again. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Rushing or dragging? Rushing. So you do know the difference. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 100. Yes, we have made it to episode 100, uh, and we have an absolute fucking doozy for you. Uh, I am your host, Mark Foster, and as ever, I'm joined by my co-host... Doozy. Doozy. That's a word I heard a lot at work today, for some reason, (laughs) and now you're saying it again. Doozy has returned. (laughs) We're bringing it back. Doozy. Hi, Ian Loring. Hello. (laughs) Mm. Uh, yes, um, so it's our episode 100, um, 
we're going to do some, a little bit new. We're not going to do some uh, our standard review and one over new and things like that. We're going to do. We are going to do a review. Um, it is of the um, much maligned and much hated and much sniped about film, um, which we'll get into later on. Um, Fifty Shades of Grey, which I, I'll freely admit I've been really looking forward to. Uh, and I was asked by my wife why, and I couldn't give her an actual answer. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, we're also going to uh, chat some trailers. Uh, I want to talk about one film that I watched, because uh, we're not doing one old one new, but I do want to talk about one film because I know that Ian loves it, and I just I need to fucking talk about it. Um, and we're also going to give the results of our duties, uh, the uh, awards show that we did. Um, we'll probably do more of the kind of celebration bit and things like that on our next show, which will be show 101. Which is the uh, Oscar Bations, um, which will be uh, on the next one. So it's just my computer is now uh, uh, flashing shit. I, I keep on getting, uh, having horrible, horrible problems with my computer. So, turn your monitor off, let's just forget about it. Uh, hang on a minute, I am appear to be getting something uh, that is attacking all of my files. There we go, then it's sorted now because my security software has come back on. Cool. Phew. Uh, right. Uh... <laughs> you visit so many dodgy sites, the amount of bloody weird problems you get Fuck with your computer. Hell. Do you know what? As well, I, I don't even look at porn on my computer. I use my iPad for that. Um, so, yeah. Um, right, Ian, what trailers have you been watching? <laughs> Just turn your monitor off, mate. Oh, it's going to distract you too much, I think. It's fucking um, driving me mad. <laughs> um, only one trailer for me this week, but um, it's probably the biggest one released since we last recorded. I'm getting a Dusk Crimson Peak. Um, like the poster, for one, looks fucking incredible. Um, uh, like, very, very kind of like Mario Barber-esque stuff going on with the poster. Which I'm I'm highly into. I've not seen I love that. The, oh man! Um, I'm going to look for it now. I'm going to look for it now. The the I love that the trailer calls it his, his ultimate masterpiece. It's yeah, that's incredible. That that's that's fucking bold. It, oh, that poster is nice, isn't it? Oh, that is nice. Oh yeah, I like that. Yes. Yeah, that, that that is hilarious that they're calling it his ultimate masterpiece. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's it, and it's ballsy. And um, yeah, I mean, I like that the teaser doesn't really give, the trailer doesn't give you much of an indication of of the actual plot. It's very much a mood piece by the looks of it, and I just all over it. It looks like it's going to be like primary color filled. Um, it, it looks like it's going to be gothic as all hell. I'm looking forward to an overblown score, hopefully. Um, but yeah, bring it on. Super excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same. Um, it does look like it's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, it, 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 like you say, it is incredibly bold to call something um, an ultimate masterpiece when no one has seen it yet. I don't even think they're completely finished with it yet. I, I don't think. Mm. Uh, but you know, you even know though it, it was in production ages ago, though, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is an assembly of it yeah. that's pretty good to go, like post production, notwithstanding. Yeah, I know that they they did shoot um, a, a lot. Cause it was shot, I think, um, 
it was shot the beginning of last year. I think they stopped shooting yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, cause I know uh, Charlie Hunnam wrapped on Crimson Peak before he started shooting the final season of, of Sons of Anarchy. Which has uh, been and gone. So obviously gone. it's been a, yeah, so it's been it's been there for a while. But it's not been sat on the shelf or anything. They always pro- plan to release it o- October this year. Yeah. Um, but I you know a, a proper horror film that I mean I like some of the paranormal activities, but you know, just the idea of actually having an original proper horror film right in the heart of Halloween season is yay. Let's yeah. do this. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and I always look forward to New Del Toro as well. You know, he is one of my, you know, go-to directors uh, in terms of sort of new directors without question. Um, never not got on with his stuff, to be honest. So I'm very, very much looking forward to that. Um, the and old... I, reckon, I reckon there's going to be a criterion of Pan's Labyrinth before it comes out as well. I think that's happening. I'd be very surprised. I'm, actually, I, I thought there already was. I'm very surprised there isn't, to be honest. Um, the Chronos and Devil's Backbone have got on. Yes. That's, that's, that seems, it seems strange. Um, the fact that uh, a Wes Anderson film can get announced and have Criterion before uh, something like Pan's Labyrinth gets one is strange. Um, you, know, you know what? I mean, like Moon, Moonrise Kingdom doesn't have a Criterion yet, though. Does um, it not? You know, Fucking hell. No. Uh, that's a, that's an oversight. Usually they're fucking straight on that. Um, the only Fantastic one, Mr. Fox was only a couple of years beforehand. Anyway, sorry, mate, I'll stop interrupting. Go on. Uh, the only other one uh, I, I want to add to it in trails that I watched was actually one that I watched before we uh, recorded the second half of uh, last week's show, but then we forgot to talk about, I think. Uh, the trailer for okay. Straight Out of Compton. We did. We did forget. Good call. Yeah, yes. Um, uh, I mean, fuck. If if that film is the film that the trailer is telling us it's going to be, which is the fucking point of a trailer, then fucking hell, I am, yes, 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 here, have all of my money, because I cannot wait for that film. Um... I love the fact that it's going to, that it appears like it's going to focus on not only the music element of it, but the whole kind of politics and the movement and everything like that that goes with it. Um, you've also got a, a group of guys there who I think very much, um, you know, they're, you can get into a warts and all even with those guys being involved with the production of the film. I, I can't see sort of people like um, like Ice Cube and um, Andrea saying, no, I, I don't need to put that in because it makes me sound like a bit of a dick because uh, they do seem like guys who would go, do you know what? I, I was young, I was angry. Um, yes, I was a bit of a dick. Maybe I was more of a dick than justifiable, but fuck it. I, you know, they do seem like the kind of guys who, you know, they they got into that business before it became, um, when it was still fresh and new and it wasn't about all of their, you know, their money and their bitches and their whores and it, it, it wasn't this patheticness that rappers become uh, nowadays where you've got, you know, rap stars like, for instance, Kanye fucking West doing a song with Rihanna and 
Uh, and Paul McCartney, who all he seems to do is play three beats on a guitar for three and a half minutes. Um, I, it just looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much, man. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm, I'm not as into the hippity hop as, uh, as many people, but um, I, I'm kind of fascinated by the story because I don't know much about it. And the guy who's playing Ice Cube looks like he's at least doing a really spot on impression he's, at the very least. He so, plays Cube's son. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, it's his son. <laughs> Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> it's, it, it's his son. Uh, Apparently, uh, he has literally been spending... Um, it, it, he's not He's not got into it. There, there'll be some nepotism towards it. But he has spent a good couple of years, apparently, reviewing old footage of his dad and things like that and talking to, um, like, his dad about it, but also talking to people that grew up with his dad and things like that to kind of get an idea uh, of, of what his dad was like, but yeah, it's his, it's his son. Um, it, it's there's so many interesting kind of things that will, that could come out of this, and if it works and if it's on song, it, it could be a pretty, a pretty incredible movie. Yeah, absolutely. No, I'd agree with that. It, it looks like it's, um, it, it look kind of looks like it's going to strike a bit of a chord as well. I mean, um. It, 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 I don't know. It kind of seems like the uh, the state is getting a bit heavy-handed with stuff once again, and it kind of feels like this is going to tap into that quite a bit. Um, yeah, I yeah, uh, very much looking forward to this. I'm sure I'm sure we'll review it on the show, and I'm looking forward to doing so. Yeah, um, it's it, it, it's yeah, it's going to be fucking great if it, if if that comes about. Uh, right, um, I just realised. Remember, I'm I'm doing, leaving the show here, right? Um, yeah, I, we always do this, don't we? Yeah, yeah. we do. Yeah. Uh, before we get into our main review, um, we, there has been a, a big amount of film news that happened later on last night. Uh, in the uh, Neil Blomkamp has been confirmed as his next film will be Alien Five. Hello? Uh, yeah. Um, Thor. Yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah, I'm interested. Uh, uh, very interested. Um, I mean, Elysium wasn't great, but Blomkamp himself has said, you know, he kind of that he didn't work well enough on the screenplay there, and he kind of, he dropped the ball. So, you know, fair enough. I think District Nine showed he's got enough talent that we can, um, you know, we can give him the benefit of the doubt for now, at least. Um, I, I, I'm assuming the kind of the retconning of Alien 3 and Alien 4 may not happen. It kind of it kind of feels like maybe that version of the film that he was he was um kind of he was thinking of producing may not be the exact version. Um just because from a continuity point of view that's going to be a nightmare. But then again, you know, it would kind of be interesting to see an alternate universe where Alien 3 and 4 didn't happen and we just could kind of take it from there. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very excited going in, but fuck, previous, that was the film I've been most excited for this decade. And three watches in, I'm at peace with it, but that's about it. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, Christ, we we went to see uh, Prometheus, uh, you, me, Noel, George, Donna and Becky. Yes, and I I felt like I'd been hit by a truck after. Yeah, it wasn't. You weren't. Um, you weren't a 
fan. Well, it, you, you, your face kind of told a, a, a thrilling um, array of emotions, is what, what I'll say. I mean, we, 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 we literally spent the next eight hours. Mm. Actually, George wasn't there, but I, was te- I, I remember I was texting him, and he no, was kind George of joining in on the conversation. Kind of like in, he was kind of in the bitch session as well via text, and it and we literally spent about eight hours just like doing a post more um, you, me, and Noel yeah. um, because the girls the girls went back to no the girls were just sat on a table by themselves because they were smoking outside yeah and we were inside and just going through it and I was getting angrier and angrier and I felt started at a place where he was okay with it and I think we just dragged him under the bus with us. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Um, I, I remember when it, it, it finished Prometheus, I, I turned around to, to Becky uh, and just went, what do you think? She said, I, I kind of enjoyed it. it, it looked nice but it wasn't great. What do you think? And I was like, I thought it was fucking shit. I wonder what Ian thinks. And I just remember looking at you and then Noel turning around to me and going, that doesn't look good. <laughs> and, then, and then we sort of all left and it was a good few minutes before you said anything. Um, oh man, I just, I remember going down the escalator at the Manchester Printworks and just being like, shit, yeah. what, why, why, why do I bother? You know, it just it really it was an incredibly disheartening experience. I mean, that, that's that really what it was. It was just horrible. Um, but but watching it again, as I literally I say that, and the following day I went to see it again. Yeah, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I had to be sure though. And then, do you know what? How many times have I seen Prometheus? I think I may have seen it four times. I think I've seen it twice at home. That's and the, 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 the thing is, the world of Prometheus is um, is amazing. The like the, the kind of the world building of it, like all the production design and all that stuff, is incredible. And then you've got this narrative which is just bobbins, and it's got people making stupid fucking decisions. And I like rocks and <laughs> you Charlie's Ferron. Oh my! I like rocks. Um, and Charlie's Veron running in the same direction away from a giant spinning thing when she could just go to the left or the right and she wouldn't be squished. Yeah, it, it, it's terrible that it, 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 it just. Oh God, do you know what? I need to watch Prometheus again. I need to. I need to form more opinions. No, you, you don't. You need to. You need to walk away from it and leave it. And accept the fact that no matter how many times you watch it, it's still going to be a piece of I've shit. I've got an idea. I've got an idea because I was thinking of doing this anyway, right? Um, Noel's sad next weekend. Yeah. I'm going to do some recording with Noel because we're yes. going to go and watch it follows and then we're going to re- record and whatnot. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. On Saturday, you're you're driving, you're coming in the car with me to Buxton, aren't you? I am indeed, yes. Yeah. Right. We both watch Prometheus next week. Yeah. We talk about it and record it on the drive. All right, yes. I'm up for that. Right. There you go. All right, we'll do All right, fine. We've both got to watch Prometheus by next Saturday. Yeah, I can do that. Right, fine. That's it. And I think the drive's going to take about an hour or so. Yeah. So we'll have plenty of time. <laughs> nice. Uh, right. Uh, well, we shall leave Prometheus. Uh, uh, what are you thinking about it, though? Are you excited? Um... I'm going to wait and see what happens with Chappie first. 
to be honest, before I get excited, because I, 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 I wasn't. I was one of the few people out there that wasn't excited about District uh, 9. Uh, and I, I it, 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 Becky was really excited about it, and I was like, yeah, I'll bother then. But I sort of watched it with Becky, and she was really excited for it. And then after it finished, like, that was fucking, that was incredible. That was just magnificent. Uh, and then I was really excited for Elysium, which was not very good. Not terrible, but just not very good. Average yeah, perfectly forgettable. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'm not looking forward that much to, to Chappie. But the way I look at it there is, I wasn't looking forward to District 9, and it was great. I was really looking forward to Elysium, and it wasn't great. I'm not looking forward to Chappie, so... Logic would suggest that it's probably going to be great. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I, I will wait and see what I think after that. Because at the moment, he's made one great film and one not great film. So, it, it, it's one of those. Once once that's in, if that's, you know, decent, then I'll be quite excited. Fair enough. Cool. Right, um, we're going to play you a, uh, a clip from the uh, most hotly anticipated uh, menopause film of all time, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. So this is just an interview for the newspaper. I just have a couple of questions. Mr. Grey, we'll see you now. What was he like? He was polite, intense, smart, really intimidating. Do you have any interests outside of work? What about you? I'd like to know more about you. There's really not much to know about me. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I am. To what do you owe your success? I exercise control in all things, Miss Steele. It must be really boring. I'm incapable of leaving you alone. Then don't. I had a rough start in life. You should steer clear of me. I don't do romance. My tastes are very singular. You wouldn't understand. That was a trailer for Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, if I have to explain to you what the fuck Fifty Shades of Grey is about, you have been living under a rock for the past three years. I'm still going to do it, though. Essentially, you have Christian Grey, a young, incredibly successful, uh, yet slightly, it would appear, reclusive. And, oh, by the way, people, we're reviewing... 
Fifty Shades of Grey, the film. Because, and this might come as a shock to people, but a film and a book are different things, right? And just because Fifty Shades of Grey is, and I've not read it, but apparently is a shit book, doesn't mean it'll be a shit film. Many, many great books have made many, many shitty films. There we go. The two are not fucking connected. Right. So Christian Grey, successful, and his relationships are more singular in his taste. Uh, He is a dominant in a S&M relationship, and that's what he wants. He wants a submissive. When he uh, meets Anastasia Steele, uh, Dakota Johnson's character, um, she is something of a a wallflower. Hard to um, take from someone who looks like Dakota Johnson. But that's the idea that they're going for. And in that, uh, the idea is that he wants to take her on as his submissive and him be the dominant. Uh, She's not so sure she wants more of a... Uh, a standardised relationship, but he's actually quite intrigued by uh, this whole uh, sadomasochistic relationship idea. Uh, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson, it stars Dakota Johnson, Tom Taylor Johnson, yeah, Sam Taylor Johnson, yeah. Uh, Dakota yeah. Johnson, uh, Jamie Dornan, uh, you've also got a whole host of, of kind of semi recognisable faces within that, and uh, Rita Ora for a glancing minute, thank God. <laughs> Literally, that's about. Five lines uh, in the entire film. Yeah, um, that was funny. Yeah, my, my, my theory on that is uh, that she was forced upon uh, Sam uh, Taylor Johnson uh, and then she was shite and so Sam Taylor Johnson cut her character down to as little as possible, which is essentially, let's say, three or four lines and a wig. That is all she is in this film. Yeah. Thank yeah. Christ. Because if anyone's ever seen an interview with her, or isn't she on like some kind of TV show as well? She's um, on The Voice. Yeah, yeah. She, she just comes across as an incredibly irritating little twat. So I'm glad... I don't even know who she is. Like, singer, I know she's apparently. a singer, but like, I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you anything. It, the modern pop world, if it's not Taylor Swift, I don't have a clue. Yeah. Um, so, uh, without further ado, um, Ian, um, Fifty Shades of Grey. What did you think? I can't, I can't say I was super excited about going to see it, and when I actually WhatsApp to you with the suggestion that we, we should review it, I was pissed. So, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I, I mean, I will say as well, I got some funny looks from people at work when I said I went to see it by myself um, uh, on Monday morning, um, which, you know, it's a bit of a shame, really, because it, it kind of makes you feel... It would make someone less sure of themselves, I suppose, think that they were, you know, just shouldn't go and see it. And I, I, I think it's right to have a broad palette if you're going to be a film fan. And the erotic thriller is, so, or the erotic drama is, it is a genre. I mean, the art house alternative of it coming out um, tomorrow in the UK, um, that new Peter Strickland film, The Duke of Burgundy. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it's not something that can be sniffed at. And in the end of the day, you know, like sex, surprisingly enough, you know. So, um, I, 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 
I, I came to it ready to give it its due, and like you say, just detach it from the book. And I mean, it, it's, uh, it is certainly not a fucking perfect film. There are a bunch of problems with it, and I don't see how there's enough material that there could be two further books or films from this story. Um, but I thought the film was all right. Um, it is a bit repetitive, but um, in, in its structure, the, the whole kind of comp thing, and I think Dakota Johnson is much more effective in her role than Jamie Dornan is in his. Um, I, I, I think she's very good, but I don't think either of them are going to be hurt by the film. Mm. Uh, you know, which, 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 you know, six months ago, you maybe would have said that that could have been the case, but you know, as it is, I I, I think that's both good. I thought, yeah, I thought it was all right. I thought it looked classy. I thought Sam Taylor Johnston did a good job elevating material. Um, and fair play to her. It's too long. Um, you know, uh, it, it, I, but I, I, yeah, I, 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 let's, we'll get into a discussion. Mark, go on. Yeah, I mean, I was I was actually really looking forward to it. Uh, the reasons being, um, like Ian says, the erotic uh, thriller or erotic drama or anything like that. I, I'm a huge fan of. Uh, I, I really, really like these films, and these films are often they do take on a, a slightly um, more trashy kind of edge. And why like trashy? I'm not meaning like trauma trashy. I'm meaning more like a perceived element of trashiness rather than an actual element of trashiness you know we had the late 90s and so the, the late uh, 80s and the early 90s we had a whole wave of these films with things like basic instinct uh, fatal attraction and body and, and you know last seduction and things like that and these actually really sort of like like for hollywood um erotica kind of things where you know it, it, the ridiculousness of, of people calling them a, a phrase that I despise uh, with a, a vehement passion as as being soft core porn and it's it, it's 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 a ridiculousness of that because you have Fifty Shades of Grey is is a film um, if you want to watch the the soft core porn version of this uh, it is called uh, the submission of Emma Marx uh, and it's that's a porn film and I've actually and I'll fully admit I've seen the submission uh, of Emma Marx which is very much essentially the story of Fifty Shades of Grey and it's a porn film and the soft core version of Fifty Shades of Grey isn't this the book sorry isn't this it's just submission of Emma Marx but with all of the cock uh, and, you know, pussy shots taken out. That's what that is. You know, softcore porn doesn't exist. That's just... It, essentially, that is just edited porn. And so that phrase bugs the shit out of me when I see people referring to stuff like Fifty Shades of Grey has been softcore porn. It's not. It's erotic fiction. And the other thing, while I'm on the fucking high horse, I'll get it out of the way now, <laughs> is... Cinema is an entertainment medium. Um, it's wonderful that cinema can also be informative uh, and can be also elicit these extreme emotions in people. Um, you, you know, it, that's the wondrousness why people like us do these fucking podcasts that, that you know, 
we put out there free and we put a lot of time in and we're not complaining about it we enjoy doing it because we get to chat film and hopefully we, we entertain people with that and inform people with, with our chat of a film and we share our love of it um but the snipiness that has been around in the film community um regarding 50 shades of gray has just been really off-putting and, and it is it, it's it shows that film fans uh, and the film from Axe Obsessors uh, in a really bad light because, do you know what? I went to see this at 11 o'clock on the Friday that it opened. 11 o'clock screening in a, in a, 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 a cinema um, screen that holds just shy of uh, 400 people. And it wasn't far off being full, right? And yes... Most of those, the vast fucking majority, were women. But you know what? That's great. Because yeah. we often complain, right, and say, oh, there's not enough cinema out there for women. There's not enough cinema out there. Do you know what? Loads and loads and loads of women went to see this film because they went to enjoy it. And do you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad that, that, that this is the film that is aimed at women. Because do you know what? They fucking went to see it. So people need to get a fucking grip and accept the fact that cinema isn't just for film geeks. It's for everybody. And it is wonderful that Fifty Shades of Grey made a shitload of money. Because do you know what? Fifty Shades of Grey off a 40 million budget making what will pass 500 million is what gets other films made. Facts. Yes. That is how studios make money. Of films like this making a fuck ton of money. That is what yeah. happens. Yeah, totally. Because uh, believe, it's... believe you me, when Dakota Johnson in three years' time goes and makes a, I don't know, a David fucking Russell film or anything like that, and that film gets a £50 million budget, part of that is because people will go and see it because Dakota, Dakota Johnson is Anastasia Steele. Yeah, I mean, that, that's... And, and the thing is, I mean, like, I kind of mentioned it earlier on, but this could have gone really, really wrong and this could have mm. torpedoed her career. Yeah. I, it is insanely brave of her, genuinely I mean that, to actually take this role on. Because, yes, she was a bit of an up-and-comer, and, and it, but it, 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 this was either a star maker or a career, a career torpedo. Mm. And it looks like it's going to be a star maker for her. And like, like you say, it's, it's going to help her get films made, it's going to help her be in films. And fair play, because she's good in it. Yeah, she is, is straight up Good in this film. Yeah, but my my key worry of going into the film, uh, and, and I'll, what I'll say now is, is I I have really enjoyed it. Like you say, by, it's by no means perfect, um, but it's a lot funnier than I expected it to be. Um, oh, I, I laughed out loud several yeah. times, and I think those laughs were intended. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I laughed out loud, you know, several times. Um, it was um, the the sex was nowhere near as graphic as I was expecting, which. I think um, was mildly disappointed in in a way in a you know pervy way and uh, but I thought it was played right for the audience that this film was made for, uh, which was very good from Sam, Sam Taylor Johnson. It looks great, it, you know, it's well shot. Uh, the script is a little bit 
you know, is a little bit muddled, a little bit all over the place. It is quite repetitive. It is too fucking long. Uh, I, I don't think it deals with a certain element very well. Um, but I thought, uh, I'll, I'll get to it. Uh, okay. um, but overall, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And I was surprised at how... I was expecting to enjoy it for different reasons. I was surprised at how actually how good it actually was uh, on a certain level um, in comparison to the, the absolute mess it could have been. A big worry that I had uh, going into the film was that D- Dakota Johnson couldn't pull off being essentially like as a, a wallflower. Uh, but she manages to pull it off, but also uh, change the idea of that I had, and I think a lot of people had of the character, um, where she is, uh, assumes a certain level of power and she becomes the power player in it. She's playing Christian Grey for pretty much a lot of the film to a point. Uh, and, and he is... He's falling into her trap, and he's falling for her as much as she's falling for him. And the bits when this film is essentially a a quite sweet and quite lovely love story kind of took me by surprise. I wasn't expecting that, and I thought it was a really nice, sweet film at points about a a a relationship building that has this unconventional um, subtext to it all, um, which. Which takes a certain level of, uh, of maturity and understanding to understand it that clearly uh, some of the snipe and the snark don't have that level of emotional maturity to accept the fact that um, these relationships can go on and can be incredibly uh, healthy relationships. They are not about um, a, a overall... Um, meek flower being overtaken by an overbearing um, misogynist male. They, they they are about a confidence of release uh, and a confidence of freedom uh, that goes into it. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think she plays that well. Even though, yeah. I mean, like the, the repetitive structure of the film, I don't think helps because it yeah. basically is about him trying to get her to sign a contract so he can do her in weird ways mm. or, or, or not nor uh, not the expected ways and it is a lot of toing and throwing on that and sometimes it, it's kind of played up for laughs like that business meeting yeah. is great yes you know and, and just like even though i've got to say he has business meetings with that kind of lighting really well um, I, I i think yeah i, I, I well, yeah, he seems like he might be the kind of guy who would have business meetings with that lighting. <laughs> yeah, maybe, actually, yeah. But, um, I, I, but um, yeah, I, I, it just, I don't think the screenplay quite, quite pulls that off. And also, I, think, I, 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 I thought the kind of the fact that there's going to be follow-ups and there are follow-up books was detrimental to his character because... That whole kind of like at the end he says I'm fifty shades of fucked up, which was a bit of a bad line. But yeah, it's um, not a great it's line. just like I need I need more information or hints about why he's fucked up. There's not a lot given away apart from the fact that he was adopted, you know. Yeah. And it just I, I I needed more to get on board with that, and I I, I think that harms the end of the film because I didn't. The, the end of the film, when he's, uh, what is he, whipping her? Punishing, yes. Yeah. It's a little, I, I get, I get why she's upset by that and why she's scared by that, but I needed more 
I needed more. Why is he doing that? Yeah, and obviously, the, the 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 future films will do that, but I I needed more hints. Yeah, because that's... it just felt like right. That's what he's into. She's put off by that right film end. Yeah, that's the 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 the, the, the bit that I thought could have been handled better. Sure. Uh, that whether or not it be um, uh, slightly better in the the writing um, or just the general handling of, of it, it. it it, like, and it's exactly what for the exact reasons that you just highlighted there is it is the fact that it's not um, kind of explored uh, or explained maybe well enough within the film that um, the actual context of it and and that it it, it felt a little bit like it could be it it, it it felt a little bit incongruous to what we'd seen before um, it. It didn't quite have the control and the the um, the sort of explanation behind it all uh, that previous uh, bits had had. Uh, not just the previous um, sex bits, you know, previous actual sort of general bits of the film. I do think it. Uh, it I thought Jimmy Donovan was a lot better than I expected him to be uh, within it. He didn't. He, he didn't come across as the my puppies just died um, guy that he was in the trailers. But I do think it, 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 his character. Like you say, you need a little bit more to get why, not exactly why he liked that kind of sex, because he might just like that kind of sex. But, you know, just liking that kind of sex doesn't make you 50 shades of fucked up. Which, is, which isn't a fucking phrase. Let's just get it out there. I've not, I've yeah, not heard yeah, it. Yeah. He, he said it like, it, like it's a phrase. It's not. It's, it, it's the fact that you don't know why he's... Oh, like he has to punish her. Mm. There's there's something in him where if she signs this contract and she doesn't meet meets the conditions, he has to punish her. And for some reason, he has to get this contract signed. Yet he's kind of happy to fuck her anyway. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. I, I, I think she he seems to he seems to cool on the idea of the uh, contract more than she does he seems to cool on the idea that they can have uh, both relationships running side by side uh, quite quickly but almost like he's still he's still riling against it but essentially let's get it sappy by it he's kind of fallen for her yeah, I mean, the, the first time he shags her, I get why he's doing that, because she's a virgin. Again, also, did she really have to be a virgin? That, like, just... That's it. That, that was a little bit like... I, that was the only bit that I laughed out loud at that I think wasn't intentional. Yeah, it, it just, like, that's so bloody predictable for this kind of character. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the playroom could be scary enough to a, a woman who's had other relationships with sex in. But, like, having her be a virgin as well, it just adds a lazy extra layer to it. And I, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't into that at all. Uh, yeah, it, 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 yeah it just, that, did, that did not work. But And um, also, there's a contractor who built that room that had to sign a fucking hell of an, <laughs> an agreement. I've got to say as well, <laughs> her, like, if, if, 
if any man, like, with Flossie, when she's old enough, she starts dating and whatnot, if any guy ever asks her to sign an NDA <laughs> before they start seeing each other, I, I don't know, man. That's going to be like, if, 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 if she listens to one piece of advice from me, it's if a boy you're interested in ever gets you to sign, tries to get you to sign an NDA, walk away. My, my, yeah, my, it's my, such my, a weird moment, man. I mean, it just... My advice would, would, would be just just look over the contract and just essentially... I, I would literally probably sit... I probably would show her that scene of the meeting and go, this is how you need to approach it. Like, it, yeah. it, 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 it is, is that. Um, because, you know, sexual uh, persuasions and everything like that, you know, they are... People do get gratification out, out of different things. For instance, I, I have a friend who, who is involved, uh, I'm not going to name them, uh, who is involved in a, uh, a submissive and a dominant, uh, dominance relationship. Um, Jordan McGrath, you can say it. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, John, yes. Um, who is involved uh, in that kind of relationship. And I, I, they went to see it, um, and I, I, I texted um, them about it and asked them what they what they thought about it. Um, and they said that the, the, you know, the, the handling of it, they said, you know, it, it's not anywhere near kind of... It, it's right. a very... Um, they said, it, it said it's, it's a very broad stroke about what it is. He said, but it, it, it is... It dealt with it really quite well. Um, and one thing that I was quite impressed with is the first time she's in the room and he asks her to kneel down um, and hold her hand out. And he, he hits it with the uh, the, the, the bridle. Um, and he just sort of says, hits her on the hand. I thought that was a really well-judged um, scene and a really well-judged way to kind of introduce not just her to it, but introduce the audience that's watching it into this is what it's about. It's not about inflicting pain for sexual gratification. It's about pushing a slight limit on um, the, the, uh, the sensoriness of, of that for sexual gratification. It's not about causing pain and the person getting off on it. It's about pushing the boundaries uh, of contact. Yeah, yeah, no, no, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's not a thorough examination. No, absolutely of, of it, not. No. But, if you want to see a thorough what, examination of it, then please watch uh, the submission of Emma Marx uh, with Penny Fax. It's, it's fantastic. It's not. It's a fucking go. terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's it's not really titillating. No, it's I, not. I was never, ever, ever turned on by the film. You know, I ever. It, it just, it didn't really, you know, I, I mean, yes, Dakota Johnson gets her boobs out quite a lot, but it, it, I, I don't know, I became weirdly inured to it, to be honest. I, I, it was just like, right, okay, here's the scene with Beyonce breathily singing over the bloody yeah. song. Yeah, I, I mean, it just, it, it was, it, it, it felt, but, I mean, in, in a way, I mean, it was kind of classy, but it was quite pedestrian, really. It's very much yeah. the sex scenes have the edges taken off of them. But, you know, I understand why they had to do that. You know, it just it is what it is. Mm, yeah, yeah, absolutely, you know. I mean, for, I mean the film is in 18 as well, um, and that's what it, 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 it should be. Not as much for the actual uh, the graphic content within it, um, but more for the... 
people of, of 16 don't have the emotional and the sexual maturity to um, to attempt to enter this kind of relationship. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, there's that to take into consideration, I, th- I think, with it. Um, I mean, th- yeah, in terms of the film, like we said, you know, the performances are all good, the script is okay. Um, I think it, it's... It's it, it, it when it finished. It's a fucking great ending. I will say that. The, oh, yeah, the I, I liked how abrupt it was yeah, and, and it just, how it was just like right here we go. We're ending now. Done. Well, yeah, I, it's quite yeah. I like that. I, I turned around. I was sat at the end of an aisle at uh, the back row, um, um, so no one could see me jacking it, um, and. I, I, I turned around at that ending. By that point, I, I, it, it, it won me over absolutely. And by that point, it, it ended. I turned around because when it ended, the doors closed. The lights went up at, um, in our screening. Sure. Um, and I turned around to Becky and went, "Damn!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah, then yeah. just then, Becky sort of went, "That was ridiculously loud." And a woman <laughs> who was actually sat a little bit down sort of nodded at me, and I was like. Yes, I was like that. That was great. <laughs> um, so it it, it it had got me, and I was, you know, I left the cinema going. Do you know what? I'm really glad that wasn't a piece of shit. Uh, and so I, I, I think we're probably. I think I'm probably doing it now. To be honest, yep. uh, it's definitely not shit. Uh, I will definitely be watching the sequel. Um, and. It's one of those where when people are getting predictive about it or anything like that, my response will be to them is, have you seen it? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm cooler on it than you are, but I, I'd still say definitely not shit. I, I had a good time watching it. I think th- th- there's some interesting character dynamic stuff going on. And it just, it, this, I mean, weirdly, the sex scenes aside, it's a good film to look at. Yes, you know, I mean, like, I mean, the sex scenes are good to look at, you know. But I mean, but um, but it, it, I don't know. It's a classy production. It doesn't feel like it's talking down to its audience, and it it, it has fun with it with it as well. And I've got to say, early contender for line of the year. Actually, two of them. Oh, God, yeah. Oh man, I yeah. don't make love. I fuck oh. hard. hard. <laughs> yes. And also, um, I just wanted. Uh, uh, oh, what is it? I just want to bend you over that table and fuck you into next week or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> he says in that meeting, that is amazing. Because they're just having that meeting and kind of like discussing the clause and he's just like, you have no idea how much I want to bend you over that table and fuck you into next week. <laughs> it's so... But I mean, the thing is, I think Sam Taylor-Johnson knows that those lines are funny. Yeah. Or like to some people, they might be like a, a little bit. Oh, good gracious! Yeah. You know, but it's, but it, you know, it, it's kind of straddling that line. It's I, I, I don't know, man. I don't make love. I fuck hard. Oh. It just it's it's such a fun. And Jamie Dornan he does pulls off that line as well. It's, yeah, uh, it's it's so it's it's good. It's good. My one other criticism will be is the. Uh, Wang to the wang to boobs and bush ratio is well out. Come on, she, he we, signed a he insisted on no dick, which well, is so unfair. That is, he should not have been given the role then. I, we got to see literally what a third of an inch of his wang. No, oh, Jimmy, I know you're listening. We want to see your dick, all right? 
I just don't. I, I, I genuinely. I, I, it just, it's unfair. Like, it's unfair. You know, I mean, like the, the men in the audience get to see some goodies, and the, the, the ladies kind of don't really. And, and to be fair, they're the primary audience of the fucking film. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it, not just from a, like, a taking the piss kind of, like, homoerotic point of view. I think it's genuinely unfair that you don't see his dick. Yeah, I do as well. I, 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 like I said, I'm not joking. We should see Jamie Darling's dick. So, Jamie... Yeah. Stop Stop being a dick and show us your dick. Jamie, send me an email. Send us an email to dudeandamonkeyatgmail.com of your dick. Yeah. And we'll put it out there on Twitter and Facebook and we'll try and redress the balance for yeah. you. We, we don't mind doing that for you. No, absolutely. Yes. Right. Um, well, i tell you what. We, we won't talk about the film that I was going to talk about. We, we, we've got... Let's see how much time we've got left after. Let's see how much time we've got after. Uh, we're going to go into the doodies. Uh, these are essentially... It's, it's our awards uh, to give out, uh, which we just thought would be something fun to do for our... Um, uh, our hundredth show. Uh, so we have a variance of, of, of categories. I'm going to read out uh, some of the uh, our listeners' responses, and I'm also going to ask Ian for his response for which one he would give it to, and I'm also going to give which one I would give it to. Uh, so the first one is the best film uh, duty, and the nominations were for this, if I can just pull them up on my phone which I can, if I can get to them. The best film were The Wolf of Wall Street, Whiplash, The Guest, Inside Lewin Davis, and Inherent Vice. Uh, Ian, what were, what was what, was, what would be your pick out of those? Yeah, I mean, strong list all. Um, you know, I mean, um, all of those were in my top ten, apart from Inherent Vice, which will probably be in my top ten at the end of next year, to be honest. But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I'd give it to Whiplash. Um, I'm... Uh, you know, very much taken with the film, it was my number one film of last year. Um, it's cinematic speed, um, but it's as engaging to the brain as it is thrilling to the balls. Um, it, I don't know, it, it's like the weirdest sports movie you've ever seen, crossed with a strange character-based thriller. It's a hell of a film. I know what yours is, but go on. Well, what I'm going to say is, is um, my favourite film out of those is The Wolf of uh, Wall Street. I think it, you know, it is in my, probably around my top ten of all time. But I, I do think out of those films, if you were to ask me, and I do, I am one of those people who does believe that you can have favourite films and best films. Uh, okay. Uh, however, what I would say there is my, my best, my top ten of all time are what I would count as being the best films of all time. It's not like I have a favourites and a best of. Uh, out of those, if I'm just going purely on best film, I would give it to Whiplash because I think it is absolutely 100% perfect uh, and it, it is breathtaking. Uh, for me, Wolf Wall Street is also my favourite film in the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wolf yeah. Wall Street for me it, it is pure entertainment. Um, it might be three hours long, but it is just the blackest comedy. Um, it, it, it's magnificent. But Whiplash is, it really is something else as a film to behold. It, it really is. Um, I, I've watched it a couple of times now, and it is as thrilling uh, the second time as it is the, the, the first. It, 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 it it really is incredibly good, so I, I would probably give it to Whiplash. Um, I'll give some of the uh, some of our responses on Facebook first, and I'll go through Twitter. Um, 
James Secker uh, says the guest is the guest the guest is incredibly entertaining and infinitely watchable but you're not going to see a better film than Whiplash anytime too it's a masterpiece uh, I actually watched the guest uh, with James um and James is a, a filmmaker who, who, you know, himself, and he knows his shit. So, and I remember seeing him just before I watched Whiplash, and he was very much looking forward to it. And I'm very much glad that he enjoyed it because I, I bigged it up massively to him. Um, another friend of mine, uh, Mark uh, Bentham, uh, says Wolf of Wall Street simply because I can watch it again and again and again and again. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Chris Byrne um, uh, who's um, cinematronic on, on Twitter uh, says love Whiplash but my heart belongs to the guest uh, and uh, my missus uh, Becky says my favourite is the guest but I'd say out of all of them Wolf um, so I'm assuming she means Wolf of Wall Street and not the 1995 film Wolf uh, starring um, Jack Nicholson Um also on Twitter, um, at Film Samurai, uh, best film he'd said, uh, Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, TGP73 uh, said, Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, Jess Critical said, uh, Whiplash. Uh, Hal Jones uh, said, Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, Alex Billington, um, uh, at the first showing, said, Whiplash. Uh, it's his tempo, he says. Uh, nice. And what else have we got? Um, ah, Alex responded, did he? Oh, yeah. nice one. All right, fair play. Yeah. Um, um, Thunder in my soul uh, says whiplash. Um, and what else have we got here? Uh, da, 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 da. Just because I'm looking at these through favourites, so if it sounds like I'm, I'm, I'm muddling a little bit, it's because of that. Uh, that's on my feed. I'll just check on the dude in the monkey feed to find out what we have on there. Uh, um, Rich J Kid um, says Whiplash as well. Uh, the next uh, category was our piece of shit, um, which, uh, if anyone's guessing, is our worst film. Um, the nominations were The Babadook, They Came Together, Sin City, A Dame to Kill For, American Sniper, that's one for you there, Ian, uh, and Dumb and Dumber uh, 2. Um, which have you seen, uh, Ian, the honest trailer for Dumb and Dumber 2? It, it's no. basically like they listened to your review of it and then made the honest trailer. Uh, okay, all right, I'll take a look at that. Uh, yes, um, Ian, go on then. Uh, I, I think I can guess which is your worst of these. It, yeah, I mean, my, my, I mean, my worst is American Sniper. Obviously, yes. it's it's uh, if, if a film this year annoys me more than American Sniper, I, I, wow. Um, so yeah, American Sniper for me. I'm already a little bit worried uh, on Oscarvation night if Noel starts talking about American Sniper because <laughs> uh, we had a bit of a WhatsApp debate about that. Yes. And I just I don't want any more. <laughs> um, but um, I, I, yeah, I, I'm I mean, stirring that pot like a motherfucker. <laughs> don't, don't. It's going to be late as well. Um, yes, it will but, be. But, I mean, obviously you you didn't um, think American Sniper was that bad. So, I mean, if I was to say the duty for uh, for piece of shit, probably going to be Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. It, 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 I, if, uh, I, my hatred for Bama Duck was a lot more than anybody else's in the world. Uh, but, but, no, think... but, yeah, yeah there's, there's no way I'd be happy with the yeah. duty going to the Babadook. I'm sorry. I, 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 can, I, can I, I liked it. I can absolutely accept. So, yeah, I'd say Dumb and Dumber 2 gets that for me as well. Uh, just for the sake that it, it's, it's so incredibly nasty. 
Yeah, it's nasty, it's cheap-looking, it's long, it, it's just straight-up unfunny. Brutal. Yeah, um, the, our um, Facebook comments on it were, um, Jim Secker again says, I'd go for Left Behind, starring Nicolas Cage, or Ian, Ian, or A Haunted House 2. A Haunted House 2 is funny. Uh, or he said Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. I didn't mind that. Um, but he says, but out of those, he said he'd go for They Came Together. Um, uh, yeah, Bentham so says, I could get on board with that. Uh, Matt Bentham says, uh, Sin City, a dame to kill for. Uh, Chris Burns says, didn't rape Babadook as much as everyone else, but Sin City 2 uh, was a major disappointment and I wasn't expecting much. Uh, my missus agrees with me, says Babadook definitely for the massive disparity between how good I thought it was versus how incredibly shit it was. Uh, Matt Benton then responds to saying, I've not seen Babadook yet, and I will after, after uh, Becky Foster's review. Uh, and then Becky continues to go on saying it's incredibly shit. Um, the, what is the responses on our they doing the monkey uh, feed is uh, Rich Tarrich, J.K. agrees with me uh, that the Babadook should have got it. Um, and I'll just check on my uh, Twitter feed to see what responses we got for the worst were. Uh, da, 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 da. Not many people actually responded to, to the worst, I don't think. Uh, TGP73, again, he agrees with me. Uh, it was the Babadook um, on that. So, yes. Uh, oh, and uh, Thundering My Soul says, uh, agrees with us. Uh, the, the duty that went to was Dumb and Dumber 2. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I just managed to cut my knuckle uh, looking at Twitter. Nice. <laughs> what nice. the fuck does that happen? Um, right, the uh, next category uh, was the best actor. Uh, the nominations were. Uh, I, Luke, were Jake Gyllenhaal for Nightcrawler, um, Dan Stevens for The Guest, uh, The Cat from Inside Lewin Davis. Uh, Miles Teller for Whiplash and Leonardo DiCaprio for Wolf of Wall Street. Incidentally, none of those are actually nominated for an Academy Award. <laughs> uh, funnily enough. Uh, go on. Well, DiCaprio was nominated last year, wasn't he? Oh, yes, he was actually. Yeah, he just didn't fucking win it, did he? Uh, go on then, Ian. Uh, who are we going yeah, yeah, yeah. to what's, what's, what's yours, bud? Go on, what's yours first? Go on. Out of those, Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal, just because I, I think that that is. A, that film, uh, Miles Teller is very, very good, incredibly good, uh, and I think he's, he's massively underappreciated in Whiplash how good he yeah. is because yeah. everyone's going on about how good J.K. Simmons is, and rightly so. Uh, but, but I do think that that film exists outside of his performance. I don't think Nightcrawler as much exists. I think everybody is feeding off that performance from Gyllenhaal for the rest of the film. And I think it is... The, the Nightcrawler is so much his performance, is, is so much of that film. So it, it, that would get my vote. Uh, what about yourself? Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of tempted to go with you, to be honest. I mean, um, Dan Stevens would get the best made me reconsider my sexual orientation oh, absolutely, um, yeah. performance of the year. Um, but, um, you know, uh, so I mean, cool Jesus Christ. Him, he's so yeah, fucking yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah man. Um, he's great in that flick. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think Gyllenhaal is absolutely fair enough out of that list, I would say. He, 
It's just, it's a complete performance. He absolutely transforms into this guy. Um, you know, like, just, he, he's a greasy, like, strung out, bug-eyed, just weird, creepy guy. But he just feeds off of, um, misery. The, 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 yeah, the misery around him. I, it's, it's, it's a great performance. Mm. Um, and it, it does kind of feel like he might have been num- uh, number, actually, I was going to say number six for David Oyelowo, um, number seven in like the Oscar nominations. Um, I think, I think, I mean, how. That he hasn't been nominated. The shameful thing is, I can't actually, I can only actually remember a couple of other people that are nominated. In, the uh, thing is, Eddie Rayman's is nominated, isn't he? Yeah, uh, it's uh, what is it? Eddie Rayman, Cumberbatch, um, yeah, Keaton, uh, Keaton, Cooper. Yeah. Um, see, see, uh, as much as I didn't despise Snipe, American Sniper, this that's Jake Gyllenhaal's performance is better than it is better than Bradley Cooper by some distance, and I've got nothing. Seriously, in who the fuck is the other one? Who the fuck is the other one that's going to do my head in? Uh, Cooper, Keaton, Cumberbatch, Redmayne. Fuck it, what's it? Don't know, I can't remember. Oh, mate, I'm going to have to look that up. I'm going to have to look it up. Right, what are you looking at? I feel like Julia and more in Still Alice now. I'm going to have to go and get a fucking... Right. MRI. Um, James Secker uh, said, um, I'm happy with all these, but it's between uh, Jake Gyllenhaal for Nightcrawler or Miles Teller for Whiplash. Um, Callie Dust Dallas says, uh, Steve Carell, Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, it's better than that by a fucking million miles. A prosthetic nose <laughs> and, and, and going like that. I'm sorry. That, it's not a bad performance, but it's fucking not on the same level as that. I'll tell you what, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon just briefly. I watched Selma last night. David Oyelowo was robbed of a nomination. Is maybe it, not I, a win. I maybe it, not a win. I'm watching that on Saturday. He is crazy good in that film. That film is good otherwise. He may, he appreciably makes that film better. No, good. Um, Matt Bentham says the same. Jake Gyllenhaal. Um... Uh, and then we've got uh, yeah, then, then there's, uh, Chris Byrne says I've got again he agrees uh, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, he should have been nominated um, he also says I don't know everybody else on the list uh, and Becky my missus uh, says uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as well uh, I'll go into the Twitter uh, ones uh, we have do 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 uh, I Paul says the uh, cat uh, for Inside the Wind Davis should have won it. Uh, at film Samurai says uh, Leonardo DiCaprio should have won it for Wolf of Wall Street. Um, and uh, Thunder Myself says um, DiCaprio for Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, and what else have we got? Um, and then that's that's it on those. I think we've got one more on our. What is it feed? Uh, actually, no, I, I, I'll go through our uh, 
doing a monkey feed. Uh, I do all those separately. Um, the next category uh, was Best Actress. Um, and the nominations for this were uh, Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl, uh, the cat for Inside Lewin Davis, because I wasn't sure whether it was a boy or a girl, uh, <laughs> Margot Robbie for The Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Scarlett Johansson for Lucy, or it could have been for Under the Skin, uh, and Marion Cotillard for Two Days, One Night. Uh, Ian, oh, what do you shit. think on that? Yeah, I mean, it's going between Rosamund Pike and, um, and Manny and Cotillard for me, but I think I'm going to go with Rosamund Pike. Um, yes! Me too. Yeah, um, they, there you go, then. She she wins the duty. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it just, it's... Obviously, it's a performance where she has to play multiple parts within the film itself, um, but she's really convincing at all of them. Mm. And she even plays a woman playing a part badly well in the film, like the diary stuff. She's really good at at being a bit shit at that, but on purpose. Yeah, for me, Gone Girl is... I've watched it a few times now, and it's one of those where it just gets better every time I watch it. Um... It really is. I adore Rosemont Baker. She's going full fucking balls out crazy at that character, and I adore every second of it. Uh, I can absolutely see why uh, Affleck's character falls in love with her, because she's mesmerising in that. Um, We have uh, Chris Burns said Margot Robbie because she's great in it and because hot damn. Uh, Jim Second says um, Scarlett Johansson, but for Under the Skin. Um, Jeff Barton says Roby gets my vote um, Noel uh, says the cat uh, inside Lewin Davis uh, and my Mrs Becky says Rosamund Pike because uh, she uh, Pike because her being a scary crazy bitch um, mm. Twitter says we've got uh, TGP73 says Margaret Roby uh, Jess Critical says Rosamund Pike um, at Film Summarise says The Cat for Inside Lewin Davis uh, and uh, Thunder My Soul says Rosamund Pike again as well um, the next category we have after this is Category 5 is Best Ass um, the nominations for this uh, there was a, a photo that went with this as well uh, which you can see on our Twitter feed or you can see on my Facebook uh, feed. Uh, Rosamund Pike for Gone Girl. Sorry I couldn't find an actual photo of her crawling around uh, in her underwear. Jane Tatum in Foxcatcher uh, for when he's trying to uh, lose all that weight. And Ian Loring of the uh, Dude and a Monkey podcast uh, on the red carpet at Fright Fest. Um, Ian, uh, what gets your vote on this one? I'm abstaining because I'm nominated. Well, you, you're abstaining because you're nominated. Well, for enough, you win it. You get the duty for uh, the Fuck best. Off. What? <laughs> no, it's Rosamund Pike. Sorry, dude. Um, oh, absolutely. thank God for that. Um, yes, uh, so yes, Rosamund Pike wins that. Um, partially just because uh, she's got an incredibly nice ass. Um, and it's less hairy than yours and uh, Channing Tatum's. Um, oh. Jim Seckert says, no question, Rosemont Pike. I'm happy with that. Pardon? I'm happy with that. Good, uh, good. Uh, Noel Bella says, Rosemont Pike, because he's lovely, uh, his ass is gross. Uh, Another vote for you. Uh, Donna Loring says, it has to be Ian (laughs) Sweet Cheeks Loring. Um, 
Thanks. Um, Thanks um, and then Noel says, for the record, my boy uh, Luke Jovetic uh, just voted for Ian Loring. Yes. Um, the Twitter consensus uh, was not a lot of people voted on this one, to be honest. Um, it, uh, uh, Tom at very cinematic says uh, he voted for you as well. Uh, he voted for it's Ian Lawrence's yes. glorious baboon bottom, which sad to say I've actually now seen thanks to Twitter Vietnam flashbacks. Nice. Um, oh, no, so TV seventy three says um, Tatum with you a close second. I'm glad Tatum got a vote. Yeah, yeah, I am because he he he, he works hard on that 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 booty. Uh, the uh, the next one uh, category is category six, which is the Sam Worthington. Um, why the fuck is this person being cast in these things? Uh, and the, there was only two nominations for this, uh, and it was um, Mark Wahlberg is a literary professor in The Gambler, and I'm not thinking as Mark Wahlberg, but really literary professor, uh, and Eddie Raybans uh, as being just threatening in Jupiter Ascending. Yeah, I mean uh, it's. I haven't seen The Gambler, that's the thing. But um, Mark Wahlberg himself as a literary pro- professor, I think, would have to be here. I, le- I mean, Eddie Redmayne is trying something in Jupiter Ascending. I don't think anyone knows what it is, but he's, he's trying to do something. Whereas Mark Wahlberg, it's like Mark Wahlberg is the math teacher in The Happening. It's just stop it, Mark. Stop it. You know what you do. Yeah, you know, not that. You, you know your audience. Just play in those margins. It's fine, Mark. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, you, you, know, you can just do that. I know you're not. In, you're more interested in things like the gambler, but really, just please stick to stick to what you're good at, which is comedy, yeah. which you are great at, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and dumb action films. Uh, the yeah. Facebook response to this was uh, Kelly does Dallas. Uh, once upon a time, violent hate crime perpetrator Mark Wahlberg uh, simply switching with Donny, who puts more effort and expression into lame saw sequels than his brother ever has. Guessing Kelly isn't a big Mark Wahlberg fan. Um, Sounds like. Must add that Mark Wahlberg has expressed uh, several times uh, his deep regret for uh, his hate criminess in his youth. Yeah. Uh, must stress that, and you know. I think occasionally we have to give people the benefit of the doubt that they can change. Um, uh, my missus uh, says, Marky Mark, I'm still angry with the happening for him making a science teacher who's disgusted by hot dogs and afraid of plants. Good work, Bex. Good um, work. And Chris Byrne says, uh, Eddie Raybans. Um, Fair enough. What else have we got? Um... TGP73 uh, says uh, he goes for Ray-Bans as well. Fuck. Well, I think Eddie Remy may have won that one, actually. I think he, he, he does. Uh, category 7 is the scary motherfucker uh, duty. Uh, we had Rosemond Pike again for Gone Girl, uh, J.K. Simmons for Whiplash, and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Date Rapist for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I'm going to go with Rosamund Pike because the thing is with J.K. Simmons, at least you're not married to him. Yeah. Um, I, I, yes, I, I'm going to go with Rosamund Pike because because of the fact that I, I, I was scared to the point of arousal uh, by Rosamund Pike. It, it, just it, like it, Ben Affleck. Yeah. It just it it just seems like like 
if you were to give me the abusive relationship in Fifty Shades of Grey or the abusive relationship in, in, in that film, in, in Gone Girl, <laughs> I'd go for Gone Girl because you know, you know that the sex is amazing because you're yeah. always worried that when she flips you over, you're thinking, shit, is she about to get the box cutter out? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. always thinking that. And that must that must make for a just 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 a a, a combination of, of I must come and get this over and done with and I must not come <laughs> just in case she isn't finished and she goes mental. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a fucking <laughs> knife <nice edge>, that. <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. Yeah, um, uh, James Sicker says uh, J.K. Simmons, uh, and Becky also says J.K. Simmons without a doubt. Uh, Chris Burns says Rosamund Pike, um, and TGP73 uh, says the Teenage Mutant Ninja Date Rapist, uh, and uh, at Film Samurai says uh, Rosamund Pike. Uh, that is that is actually it. That's our final uh, award there. I'll just quickly go through uh, the ones at the on the Dude and the Monkey uh, account here because I had them in my favourites. I meant to write them down, but I didn't get a chance. Uh, at Rich J Kid, uh, he um, he would give Dan Stevens the award for best actor. Would give uh, Rosamund Pike the award for best actress. Uh, he also says he's tempted to vote for you, Ian, in the best ass, but he goes to Pike. Um, Says uh, for the uh, the Sam Witherton Award, he says has to be Warburton's professor, especially when coupled with his role as an inventor in Transformers Four. Uh, he also votes for uh, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Date Rapist. Uh, and uh, Lukey J uh, ninety nine says his best film was Whiplash. Um, so yeah, that was the the, the duties. They will have a more uh, structured appeal, I will say. Uh, Next next year, uh, because hopefully I'll have more time to actually write them down. But we are going to yeah, Mark. Mark did all the work on that, by the way, folks. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I did it uh, after spending an entire weekend pretty much uh, drunk and hot up, <laughs> which was great nice. uh, with no internet signal. Although I, I the most irritating internet signal in the fact that I had Wi-Fi, but it linked to a host page to connect to the Wi-Fi, but oh, then never the fucking go to that. Page. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. to be honest, the, the hot tub kind of, um, you know, it, it calmed that kind of rage, is what I'd say. Um, so, yes, so that was the duties. Uh, so, uh, thank you very much, everyone, for uh, partaking in that and participating in that. It was very much appreciated, and we hope that you enjoyed listening to us kind of give our amusing thoughts for the films. Uh, we have one question uh, this uh, this week, uh, which is Dude the Monkey is to be made into it. It's from, actually from uh, Luke J. Toy, uh, the Luke uh, JT99, uh, and he says, Dude the oh, Monkey. A long time listener, Luke. He is, yes. yes. Uh, thank you very much for the question. It's a great question as well. Uh, do the monkeys be made into a movie? Who directs, who stars, and what is the plot? Um, fucking hell. Fucking hell. Directed by John McTiernan. <laughs> I like that. Um, it's got to be a, I, I, it's okay, gotta be a road sorry. movie. It's got to be a yeah, road movie. I'd go with that. Um, after I'd how much that. fun it was as driving um, from, um, from oh, Wales God. to Shrewsbury, I think it was. Um, yeah, how long? How long? By the way, how long did you say that detour was going to take me? It was supposed to take about an hour and a half. 
Yeah, you're a dick. No, that was that was based on I I said it's going to take about an hour and a half. That was based on the Google Maps thing, uh, and then it didn't, did it? It took about two and a half hours. Yeah, fucking right. Okay, you, you like a here's back. Here's a, yeah, here's a fucking thing. To to drive to Mike Stag, it took me about three hours. To drive back from Mike Stag, it took me about seven hours. <laughs> Why? Because I, in a fucking hungover haze, accepted and did no research whatsoever on Mark's claim that it would only be an hour and a half it's out of my way to drive from North Wales to Shrewsbury and then Shrewsbury to South Wales. Can, 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 I, can I actually interject something here? Uh, I got a lift... Uh, with um, Steve uh, Fight um, and Mike uh, to the same train station. Uh, I'll have you, have you know um, the year, the next year, and it literally yeah. took about seventy minutes. And it took us. Right. We went a completely fucking different way. Right. The thing is, it's not so much that; it's the <laughs> fact that Shrewsbury to Cardiff. That was that must have been fucking brutal. It, it was it was that road where we were driving along that cliff was the best. The cliff, which is and why we were basically it has to be a road it. movie. <laughs> yeah, we were. We had to pull over. Yeah, it has, that was it has to be fucking terrifying. It has to be a road movie because it just be, but it, it has to be like almost like a, 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 it, it, yeah, like a road movie, but almost like a Top Gear esque road movie. Uh, and who would be cast? Who who would play you then, Ian? And also, I'm going to shame Mark here. How much petrol money do you give me for that, Mark? I gave you a tenner, didn't I? You gave me nothing. Did I not? Fuck. No. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I genuinely, I genuinely <laughs> am sorry about that. No, it's all right. It's I, fine. I, I, will, I, will, I will buy beers and, and, and pay you back. No, I'm no, no. no I'm... I, no, it's fine. Honestly, Jesus Christ, it was like two, three years ago. It's all good. It just made me like, oh, no, it's fine, man. Don't worry. Um, and shit, who would star in it? Who would star as us? There's, there's, there's an ideal in, in this, isn't there? And there's an actual. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the actual. That's the thing. Yeah. Zach Galifianakis is me, probably. <laughs> you see, in the idea... Actually, of... no, no, no. Do you know what? It would have to be a Brit, though, wouldn't it? It would be like no, Rafe Spall on... if it was his weight when he was in Shaun of the Dead. I can see that. Mm. Yeah, and, and the ideal, I'm going to say for you, would be Channing Tatum. Because you're a similar height and kind of build. Oh, fuck off. You're a similar kind of build in the fact that you're both quite stocky. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, me, fuck, I have no idea. An actual, um, jeez, a short bearded guy. Who's short and got a beard? Fuck. Um, a late 80s Billy Crystal. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah, a late 80s Billy Crystal. Uh, Billy Crystal and Zach Galifianakis <laughs> go on a road trip round a cliff in Wales. <laughs> Directed by John McTiernan. Yeah. 
That is that is a great dude. That is the dude in the monkey movie. Mm. I'd watch that. Yeah. I would absolutely watch do. that. Yeah, I'll take that. Um, that was episode 100. Um, you can get in touch with us, uh, dudenamonkey at gmail.com, uh, dudenamonkey on Twitter, uh, at Ian Loring, at DudeFoz. Um, massive thank you for listening to the past uh, 100 episodes, and we hope that uh, you will listen to the next 100 episodes. Uh, Ian, anything else to add? Uh, no, um, so next episode is Oscar Bation, yes. uh, as the previous two years, it will be uninterrupted, unedited, uh, probably up the day after, because I'm not going to have to do any work on it, and uh, Noel will be joining us as he as he has done for the first two, and um, yeah, Lottie won't be there this year, um, she'll be asleep upstairs, so I'm not going to be apologising for two consecutive hours during it, so I'm looking very much looking forward to it. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. My plans of having the day off uh, on the Monday were shot to pieces uh, when uh, Brutal. Yet loads of meetings were arranged, so I will be working, but that isn't going to stop me from uh, drinking and uh, enjoying uh, the, the Oscars. Uh, so again, thank you so much for listening, and we shall speak to you on Oscars now. Thank you very much. Cheers, folks.